Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stream. My name is Stonemount64. This is the Fireside Gaming Podcast. It is currently December 20th, 2019. We have made it through the year. This is the last podcast of the year, which is uh, exciting, and it's actually... Wow, sitting here, that's it's pretty it's pretty insane, dude. We started this podcast on the first of the year. Um or I don't know if it was necessarily the very first, but like in the first few weeks of the year. And I set the goal out of, you know, doing three episodes every single month. We ended up not quite hitting that. I adjusted a couple things based on everybody's reaction to the podcast. Started as like a supporter only thing, kind of opened it up to everybody else now and just leaving it. Just leaving it open for everybody at this point, kind of changing it up, see how that goes. Um, but yeah, it's been a really fun year. It's been really awesome. This evening, 4 p.m. Pacific time. All right, 4 p.m. Pacific. Got a big announcement coming. Um, not going to talk about it on this podcast, but we'll talk about it in the next year. When we hit that one up. Of course, I'm still going to be streaming. I'm still going to be gaming every day, but I'd like to put these out. Um, for everybody who doesn't get a chance to tune in every day, or, you know, I had a ton of messages coming in this last week of people saying, uh, you know, oh, man, I saw your videos. I, you know, I've seen whatever. Like, they just, maybe it was the code bold triggered something, or maybe it was some video. Of, I don't know what, but a ton of people have been messaging me saying that they've started watching some of my content again, or they've been busy, life's been busy, work, whatever, obviously holidays. A lot of people got more time right now, so some people have been tuning into the streams, which I absolutely I love to see big welcome back to everybody, and I like to keep these as kind of like, um, you know, just something that's easy. Uh, try and keep them about thirty minutes, but <laughs> I usually end up keep I keep on talking for a while, so sometimes it goes a little bit over. Uh, but yeah, it's been a pretty good year. We kept up with the podcast for the most part. I'm really happy with how that turned out. The other big thing this year that I did want to try was to figure out some ways to help other streamers out there um, figure things out. And just, you know, see what I could do, see what I could come up with. That turned out to be Pipeline, which has been super awesome, pipeline.gg. Um, and on top of that, the newsletters, which I'm still doing every week. I'm getting messages on that every week. I put out a top 10 uh, tips for streamers as well, which you can find links in the description if you guys do want to check that out. But yeah, it's been great, man. I'm really excited about that. It took a lot to leverage up. We obviously moved to a new house as well. That's been Oh, it's been a massive change getting a lot of that stuff sorted. There's even some more stuff behind the scenes that have been going on, which we'll talk more about as 2020 hits, still building and figuring out a couple things that we want to do with it. But um, yeah, a lot of updates, you know, for me on, on this end, even like uh, uh, there was a big thing that I, I wanted to do was, you know, start start going to the gym some more and doing some of that stuff, not just be gamer in the basement all day. And I started to do that a bit in May. I actually decided got a trainer. I've been doing that three times a week since May, and uh, it's been it's been interesting. And you know, I'm hoping to keep developing that. Um, maybe even stepping it up, doing more. I know I'm still hitting my goals with that though. So I, I'm excited for 2020. I'm still kind of I got an idea of a lot of stuff that I want to do, but I kind of want to figure that out some more. Um, as we go into it, where we go with the content, where we go with everything, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an exciting year. But this this year overall, I put some questions out to you guys as well, see what the interest level was, and um, you know some of the uh, uh, some of the questions that we had from the year. So I do have a couple questions. Some of them we might hit while we're talking about this. Uh, you know, just some of the recap and whatnot. We had 
a lot of games come out this year, even more in these past few months. I, I got a good comprehensive list of most of the stuff that I played. If I forget anything or if you guys played anything really good, let me know in the chat uh, as well. Maybe we could chat about some of that too. Um, last year, like literally at the end of last, at the end of 2019, we were mostly playing PUBG, or excuse me, at the end of 2018, right? We were mostly playing PUBG, uh, Fortnite, a little bit of that. We were playing a lot more Fortnite last year. Blackout was massive, dude. It, it, it was great. It was such a good fresh battle royale. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like 2018, late 2018, and then early 2019 was all about battle royales. Obviously, we had Apex Legends drop earlier on in the year. That was massive. Like, but in the last like few months, we really haven't seen a whole lot in terms of the like even Realm Royale. Like, we had so many different battle royales that were popping earlier on in the year. The back half, a lot of the stuff is cut out. Like, I, it's it's kind of crazy to me. Like, we did even call like the new Call of Duty is now out. We really didn't see much much from that front, right? Like, uh, the, in terms of battle royale, at least now we've heard rumors that that's going to be a thing. We've heard leaks that it is going to be a thing into next year. So, I mean, I'm hopeful personally on that front, but we'll see we'll see what well, we i mean we tried a bunch of different games this year one of the biggest questions that i saw though was like what was one of the most disappointing games uh or disappointing things to, like best like highlight of the year one or one you know one of the best games of the year one of the worst games of the year i don't know if i can you know uh, nail it down we had a couple couple rough ones but um i think for me like there was a couple things that I tried to branch out towards that were interesting. Um, and I, I think part of it was just like, maybe it's just not my forte of game as well. I don't know. But I, the, one of the big things that came up the last time we talked about this, and I've been thinking about this a big more, bit more, I think one of the things I was really looking forward to and had high hopes for was Anthem this year. And then I, I honestly, I had a lot of fun playing through it. I, I It was a lot like... Um, no Man's Sky, we're like, I love No Man's Sky for the first three hours of the game. It was fantastic, dude. It was a bunch of fun, and then it was just, uh, I got super, it's just, you realize that there's really nothing there, and I feel like uh, that that felt very similar to me with Anthem this year. Like, I was really hoping it would be a lot more, a lot cooler. Um, Division 2 ended up being pretty cool as well, but I, I feel like that game was a lot more fleshed out, was a lot deeper. I had a lot of fun playing that. We put way more time into Division 2 as well, playing that. Again, not something that's super on par with a lot of the stuff that I play, but, uh, you know, it was like, um, I just ended up, I just kind of moved on from it pretty quickly. It was interesting. Was Sea of Thieves this year too? I, I actually, I put that on a higher tier. I really enjoyed that. I think that came out a, a little, maybe that was even last year. But I know we did play it quite a bit this year, for sure, earlier on in the year too. That was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed that and some of the adventures we went on on that. That was another kind of off the beaten path game. But I guess like, I, I guess another, dude, I'm just kind of going into some of this. We'll just start with some of the more disappointing stuff. <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Uh, the other thing too that like I was really I really had high hopes for and I was hoping would be so sick was Battlefield 5's Firestorm too. Like I I really really wanted that to be sick and good, but the armor system was kind of eh, oh yeah Fallout 76 dude oh jeez all right we'll get to that next <laughs> oh jeez 
Oh, jeez. What was good? Let's put some good things down, too. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Oh, jeez. What happened? What happened this year? Uh, but, yeah. I mean, I liked it. It was, again, it was it was pretty fun for a few matches. Like, we had a good YOLO on it or two. That was fun on um, Battlefields. Firestorm's Battlefields Battle Royale. Uh, and they updated it a little bit. But the problem that I had with that, especially on uh, PC was I couldn't find games for it. That was the biggest problem that I had had. And I think this year really, you know, talking about, I guess, something good, something that was a huge revolution almost, is that this new Call of Duty is literally, it's cross-platform. Like, you can play with PC, Xbox, and PlayStation guys all together. And in terms of everything that I found, server, like, queuing for games, any mode has been incredibly quick. It's been awesome. And that's just a huge thing that, like, Obviously, I've been talking about for a really long time and wanting and to see it actually out there now and having it like a proper uh, cross-platform system. It makes it really exciting for me because not only obviously like we can do some really cool community stuff, we're going to do some community games tomorrow. That's going to be a lot of fun. We've been doing those on Saturdays as we usually do, but like just the fact that we can continue to get these lobbies going so much faster. Like that was the big thing, not only with Blackout, but you know, I wanted to play, I actually ended up kind of liking Fallout 76, but it turned into, like, you, again, you couldn't get any lobbies for it. This is what happened as well with Blackout earlier on in the year. Once Apex came out, you couldn't get games for Blackout anymore. The game was just dead on PC, and it's just, it's just so unfortunate, but that's why I'm really excited, and I think this, because it is, like, obviously, we've had crossplay before in games. Even uh, speaking of Sea of Thieves, like, that game was crossplay this year. Uh, at least between Xbox and PC. I think that was the only platforms that it was on. It was an Xbox exclusive game. But, I mean, that could be... This This could be, like, the trend going forward. It's something, too, that when Apex came out, that was something that they were saying, oh, at their launch of the game, they said that they're working towards crossplay. Now, we haven't heard anything since. It's been 10 months since that, so... You know, we'll see if they decide to announce something next year along those lines as well. But this could be like an indicator going forwards of, you know, at least for Call of Duty, which is one of the biggest games in the world. Like, maybe that's something that they continue to introduce more crossplay to for their future games. Now we saw like they introduced Blackout and Battle Royale into their game, and then that was dropped for the next year. And they're kind of mixing between like the modes that are in the game like single player co-op multiplayer battle royale they're all different ways to play the game but the underlying mechanics of the game of it being crossplay, this might be just the straight up future of the game and this might be the direction that if other games are going to compete if this really is something that's super successful for call of duty and i mean the game definitely seems to be doing good so far from all reports that i've read it's been like the most blockbuster biggest uh game that they've had um I, I i think at least i don't know but uh if it turns out to be really good and really great for them like we could see other games really start to develop this and that could just be the future 2020 onwards man just games developing at least multiplayer ones designed for crossplay in mind and figuring out what that means how to do it obviously epic was really the forerunner in all of this with fortnite and making their game crossplay and that game is pretty popular, I would say. Um, but like they also opened up, and I, I never really followed up with this, but they said that they were opening up their, like they're giving out their resources, their tools, or whatever of how they made everything crossplay to free to other developers. 
So I don't know how much that even factored into this, but like this is definitely a major trend that's happening in gaming right now. And um, it's interesting to see, especially like we also had the announcements for the Xbox One X series or Series X or whatever, the new consoles that are going to be coming out. Like, you know, we got to keep an eye on that coming. Um, yeah, dude, I, I don't know. I, I'm really, really interested. I think that's a bigger, bigger trend. But speaking about Fallout 76, so, you know... Uh, that game was, you know, I think a lot of people were hyped for that. I, I think that the whole that whole dev side of stuff seems to be going crazy right now. I really haven't been following a, a whole lot of that, but it seems to be going kind of bananas over there. That was a game that was pretty interesting. I, I that was another one. I still think probably I was more disappointed with Anthem because I just completely stopped playing that. Whereas Fallout, like I actually ended up enjoying that after a while. A lot of people really didn't like it. I myself, like it didn't run well on PC at all. Like it was not optimized for it. The controls were terrible for it. It was very janky. But what me and my friends did was we learned how to deal with all the issues in the game and just mastered it. And then everybody else who was like, well, why can't I loot this thing? Why can't I move? Why can't I do that? Like, I'm stuck in this menu. And while everybody else is stuck, we figured out all the little quirks with it and we were dominating. Like, it was some of the biggest Battle Royale wins we had ever had. <laughs> in in that game so it turned out to be kind of okay obviously siege still kicking some ass out there um on those games that i really liked this year though like this the stuff that really stood out to me and i uh ended up like falling in love with really was i think the biggest one was apex legends like you guys hear me talk about it all the time but this game came out of nowhere in like early march end of february and I just, that's the game I probably have the most time on through this year. I have over a thousand hours. I didn't even know it, but I checked my thing even just last week. I have over a thousand hours on um, Apex Legends this year, which is kind of crazy. Uh, it's it's pretty good. I think, I, I think I, that's about where I got to on PUBG. I probably had, no, nah, I might be higher on PUBG. I think I might have like 1,500 hours on that, which I know it's, some people have way more than that too. But, um, you know, for me... That's pretty good, uh, especially my streams are like two to four hours. That's that's pretty good. I and I did play quite a bit off stream, practicing, warming up, doing things like that. And that's something that like going into next year, we'll talk more about that too. But like that's stuff that I really want to continue to improve on. Let me see my library though. Let me. I want to actually see where I ended up on PUBG right now. I am at yeah, I'm at one thousand three hundred and ninety hours on PUBG, forty five on experimental, and one hundred thirty on their test server. So. That's about um, 1,500 on PUBG. So I got a little little more catching up to do for Apex. But that was probably like the, the biggest blow away for me in terms of this year of games that I just got hooked on and, and really played a lot of. Um, I drifted away from Fortnite a bit. I still think the game's insane. Obviously, we had the incredible World Cup for Fortnite this year. Uh incredible to watch i'm uh it's it's pretty it's pretty staggering the sheer amount of money that they gave away in that competition to the winners i mean everybody who even competed took home fifty thousand dollars and the winner took home three million dollars like and a second was like over like the top five placements were like a million bucks is just really, really, really incredible to see. And to compare that to other games that are like their total prize pool for a year is like $3 million or whatever, you know, 
It's pretty insane. Um, so I think that's pretty revolutionary. I know Fortnite seems to have been... If people are saying it's kind of teetering off a little bit here and there, but I'm sure once next year, and they, if they do another World Cup, if they do even more prize pool for it, like they just did a partnership with uh, uh, Star Wars. Like they got Star Wars characters in the game in Fortnite. Like they, they are doing some of the most incredible. They did it with a bunch of stuff this year. It's pretty incredible, and I'm hoping that they do some more stuff with that, but... Even like I guess outside of my main games, I, there was a ton of stuff I enjoyed. More now was incredible. We played that a massive amount for uh, a game that was like not really a main thing for me, but was a ton of fun. It really reminded me a lot of um, For Honor, which uh, was the Ubisoft game that was you know kind of similar mechanics, but I think that was even a little simpler. This one, More now felt a little bit more advanced, but is like you know swords, spears. Um, using this, like, I don't know, medieval, like, melee combat, knights and samurai and, you know, all, all this different stuff. It, w it was really, really, really fun game. And the way of, like, beheading people, um, the modes in it, it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. I kind of drifted off from playing more of it lately, but uh, I did have a lot of fun on that game this year. Borderlands 3 was fun. That was a lot of fun, as well as uh, Red Dead Redemption. It was good. Again, these are kind of like some of the not-so-much-main games that uh, I was really played and focusing on. In terms of any of the stories, though, like, to me, the, the top for me was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I had a ton of fun in that game. Like, to me, it was... It was that's that was more perfect for me in terms of, like, the duration of the game. I would have I loved it for it to be even longer. Um... And more to do. I think too, like if it would have been a little bit more open and decisions would have mattered a little bit more, I think that could have been really, really cool. But even if for it for it being a track kind of game, like you're following like a more linear path, you're completing uh puzzles, like some of the bot the bosses were awesome, like the cinematics were just stunning. Like I, I really enjoyed that one. So that was a bunch of fun. And lately, obviously, like COD has been a huge, huge winner for me in terms of uh games like i haven't played a multiplayer game in a in a while like that like a respawn shooter like that obviously battlefield um with some of their games and as that stuff's been coming out i've been checking it out and interested in it but i really like like the progression of everything in in cod i've really i've enjoyed it more than even playing battlefield last year uh especially with ground war like ground war to me it felt incredible the way like even you just resupplying your team with it, like a lot of the things in that straight up just felt like Battlefield, flying the helicopter around, sniping people out of the helicopters, jumping out of a helicopter onto a roof to get knifing assassinations, and like straight up, I'm watching clips thinking that it's Battlefield. And that's what I'm, I'm kind of excited about too. I, I, I'm assuming we're going to get another Battlefield next year. Usually they're on like an every other year cycle, so we obviously didn't get one this year. Um, but maybe we're going to get something insane from them next year. Uh, I'm, I'm always hopeful on it. Like I, I got a special place in my heart for battlefield. Obviously it's, uh, I got a lot of great memories on that game and that, that series. So I'm always hopeful for it and excited for it. But yeah, I was, imp I've been impressed with call of duty this year and, and what they've done. And if they do drop this supposed battle Royale next year, I'm going to, 
I'm going to have a main game locked in pretty easy, I think. Assuming, assuming it's good, we'll see. We'll have to actually play it and see where it's at with it. But, uh, that and, you know, I I think there's still a ton of games that obviously we, we haven't even talked. Yeah, Tarkov as well. That one's interesting. That's another one I'm probably going to explore over the next few weeks um, before we... Uh, do or you know months before we do get more stuff for apex We're waiting for some more content drops on apex right now waiting for some more content on uh call of duty to keep coming out and stuff so i think we might some doing see some more exploring of that but what other games chat what other games should i uh hit on from 2019 this year we had like kingdom hearts i played a little bit of that that one, for a game that I absolutely loved, the original one, but I don't know, man. It, it's it's gotten too it's gotten too far off for me. As much as I really want to keep playing through and like be hooked on all of it, because I loved I loved the first one so much, I just I couldn't keep up with it for some reason on the Kingdom Hearts three. I didn't play some of the other stuff. Wow, classic, dude! Thank you, chat. Freaking love you guys. That was huge this year. I did play Battle for Azeroth as well. Battle for Azeroth was this year too, right? I, I think it was. Um, but I did play Battle for Azeroth. I'm pretty sure it was before. Uh, but yeah, WoW Classic has been awesome. It's a it's a different game. It's not the it's different. WoW Vanilla is different than WoW Classic. But I'm appreciating WoW Classic for what it is. Um, you know, that's 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 how I kind of think about it. Like it was something that people are just so much better at games today. People are fully geared. Fully geared with everything, hand or rag, every possible, even the legendary item. I mean, you know, like every piece of gear within three months of the game coming out. That didn't happen for ages on the regular game. It's just, but it, it's kind of fun going back and like you can just see how much of a noob you, knew, at least for me, like how much of a noob I was trying to figure out some of the stuff in the first place. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting to see where that's at. I don't know where they're going to go with it or continue going with it, but that was pretty cool. Um, I don't know how much I'm going to really get back into a lot of that stuff, but I was pretty, yeah, Gears, not as much. I wasn't really, I, I never really been super big into Gears. I did, I played it at some of my friend's house. I really, I did like it there. And, uh, you know, I, I do have some good memories on it, but I never got super deep into it. So I never really played Gears 5 this year. I don't know if Scum was, was Scum this year? As well, I feel like that was last year, but maybe it was. Scum was a pretty good game. That game was just a bit buggy. Realm was a good game. Yeah, we played played some Realm Royale. Um, I think that was earlier on this year as well. There's a lot of competition between all the battle royales in the first half of this year. It's kind of crazy, um, but it kind of faded away. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I I still I have hope for the game that. It, I really liked that one actually a lot as well. I thought it played well. It was a good free game. Uh, the chicken concept was great. Like, it just kept changing a lot. Shout out to Stone and Aculite and Tomographic for this for all the content this year. 
Yeah, we played a lot with those guys. That was something, too, that, like, because we were playing so much Apex Legends this year, is that you need teams for it. Like, it's still, you can only play it as a squad. You can't play solos in it. I, I, I wish that you could. I really wish that you could play solos in it. Just, you know, like... A lot of the content that I that I still sometimes do, but a lot of the content that I used to do was just completely by myself or like occasionally we'd get some teams together and that obviously was awesome when we did, but um, playing solo is a lot of fun. It's great. It's It it's obviously makes it a little easier to interact with chat too while we're doing solo stuff. Um, but yeah, big shouts to those guys. It's been an incredible year playing with them, getting on it. Yeah, Fuglet as well. We've we tried to get in as much gaming with them as possible, get the full fast crew together. Um, obviously on PUBG and all that good stuff. It, it's been a bunch of fun on some Battlefield 2. That was fun even more recently. But uh, yeah, man, it's been, a, it's been a really awesome year. We played with a lot of new people this year, which is great. Uh, I've met a ton of new people. And... Um, uh, my hope is to continue on with that as much as I can into next year. Just see where everything continues to grow, continues to go. Like I'm, I'm really excited for that. And even though we don't, like I don't have in particular a bunch of games that I'm specifically super excited for next year. And that's something that probably once next year starts, we'll start to really look into and figure out like what's on the lineup for it. Uh, I mean, like I think what I'm most excited for is something that's not even confirmed. Like, you know, uh, the potential Battle Royale for COD. That's what I'm most excited for at this point. And we don't even know if that's really a thing. So uh, we got to do some more digging into what might actually be a thing, which I'm pretty confident that'll be a thing. But I don't know. We got to gotta find some more concrete stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, to get into. <laughs> to get into. I didn't play Death Stranding. I know that game was very popular as well. That's kind of, you know, I try and really focus on a lot of the multiplayer stuff. It was, like I said, though, it was fun exploring some of the single players this year. And who knows, maybe next year we even do get in. Obviously, we're going to have Cyberpunk coming out. I think a lot of people are just going to play it themselves, though, um, too, which I think is great. So that's where I kind of got to balance, like, my content and what I'm creating and what you guys would actually want to watch versus, um, yeah, what, what kind of the fit is. And I know a lot of people like watching the single player stuff, too, and, even if they play it and watch back after or whatever. But that's what I, I just got to keep figuring out what that is. Yeah, VR. We did do a little bit of VR this year. The The biggest thing for VR this year, I would say, was the Rick and Morty game. I, I just keep calling it that. I can't even remember what it, what the name of it was. VR Rick and Morty game. Oh, uh, what was it called? It wasn't actually Rick and Morty, though. It was by the guy from Rick and Morty. Chat. Help me out here. But that was that was a fun... That was like a... It was a quick playthrough on it. And it was kind of cool because you just sat down on it too. So it was a little easier. Um, we did play Pavlov. I think it was the shooting game as well. Which was good. But uh, it felt a little jarring to me. I want to put more time into it and see if I can really get immersed. And like it become, become more... I don't know. Just... I, like I, I feel like I just get disoriented really when I'm my character's running and I'm turning my head and trying to shoot somebody else. So I want to try some more of that. I didn't unfortunately get my VR set up today. So uh, the the biggest thing is like I got to figure out some of the settings in order for the mic and everything to work and get that set up. So I think that is going to be for a later date. 
um, and 2020. Hopefully we can, maybe that'll be one of the things we really try and push some more into. So I can kind of show off some of that gaming side of the, the world to you, kind of keep showing you guys, you know, uh, the journey through gaming and, and all of these years as it continues to progress. But, uh, yeah, Trover saves the universe. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah, it was like a four-hour playthrough of the game, if I remember correctly. I was still sweating at the end. <laughs> it was such a it was such a crazy, trippy game, man. It was so crazy. Those were the only the, those were really the only two big VR ones that I can really think of that stood out for this year. I know they came out with like Boneworks and a couple other really big ones that I have yet to get into. Um, and I did have even more downloaded that I wanted to check out, but we have yet to do that, which just leaves more exciting stuff for next year. Um, some of the cool stuff in, in gaming that we got to do this year as well was uh, the Code Bowl. That was more recently. Got to take part in. Um, really exciting. Uh, you know, I hadn't been in a competition like that for for a while. I did the Apex Legends Pro-Am. Uh, that was a lot of fun as well. I believe that was this... Yeah, I mean, it must have been this year because the game came out this year. That was a lot of fun as well. Um, I think that was the last time that I had been out to any event and really competed in it like that. And uh, Both events were a little different. They're, they had their own little uh, style to it and how things were done. Um, but yeah, those were, those were some awesome competitions we did this year too, which was exciting. Went on a couple trips for it. Uh, that's what Mark asked. Would you, would love to hear more about the Code Bowl experience. Did you have any time to hang out with any team leader uh, streamers? Did you tell Doc that he, you would end his career? No, I didn't say that. I'm not trying to aggro Doc uh, onto onto me. You know, I don't want to pull that boss there. Be a bit sketchy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we we had a couple good rounds on him there. Uh, during it, yeah, you got to chat with him a bit. It was awesome. Um, the other guy that was there was Courage. Chatted with him a little bit. That was awesome. Um, but those were the guys that were in house at the actual event. The other everybody else just was streaming from home. Summit, um, Shroud, who we got to team up with those guys a little bit. Uh, Tim the Tapman. There's a bunch of Dakota. There's a bunch of really great streamers who were involved with it in, within it. Syndicate as well. Um, and it, I mean, it was just an honor to really play against some of those guys and to get involved and to meet those guys in person too. I actually had met Doc and Courage once before as well. So it was cool to see him again. And, um, yeah, man, I, I mean, it, it was a really fun event. Do you think Apex will have customizable level games or customizable games would be nice to be in one? Muhammad asked. Yeah, we've tried a little bit of that in the past when it first came out, but it was just so limited with only two other people to play with. That's why it's been much more exciting that we can actually do Call of Duty custom games. And, you know, the fact that we can even do crossplay on that, it just makes it hands down. It's a no-brainer to play that instead of Apex. I mean, it just Apex is just too behind on all, all of that. I'm hoping that they do it at some point, but I don't know. Uh, I, I, would, I would really love it if they did decide to do that. Um, let me see. I do want to hit a couple of the other questions here. Eric G asked... Uh, how have you felt about the progression of your streaming career over the last year? And what do you think for next? Do you think you're going to change up a lot of stuff and make and take more breaks or stay consistent? 
I'm not sure completely uh, how many breaks or anything I'm going to take. I've been pretty hardcore on all the content and everything that I'm doing and keeping on my schedule, keep it on with everything. That's pretty much the plan for next year as well. If anything, it's really just to continue to expand. Obviously, this year, a lot, a lot of my time went into building pipeline and figuring a lot of that stuff out. So, um, you know, I'm definitely very happy I did that. But now that some of that stuff's in place, we're still now we're really continuing to build on that and doing more, which is really exciting. Um, got some exciting stuff coming for that the beginning of next year. But also, like now, I, I also do want to continue. I'm continuing to develop a lot of stuff for my own content where we can continue to go with it. Like it's it's always something that I'm trying to figure out. I think this year has been awesome for streaming, though. For even though it's like uh, content, you know, even streaming on Facebook. Like look at look at how much more um, accepting. I don't know. I guess might be the right term for it. People are too streaming here than uh even last year or two years ago or three years ago uh a lot of people still tell me like what the heck are you doing streaming here you can't you you know you, you can't make anything of this it's not you're not a streamer if you're streaming there or whatever but it's like well, what, what are you measuring this based off of you know i got an incredible community incredible audience like i'm i'm kicking some butt out here uh on it we got uh supporters like what's the metric for any of this like when does that become a thing and now it's it's like okay well i guess you've been doing this for a few years i guess it might be a thing that people could do i i don't know and but a lot of people still don't think uh don't think of it which is cool it's cool to try and um you know i'm not necessarily out there trying to convince people that like you know and trying to to uh you know, I'm not tr I'm not spending a lot of time being like, hey, I'm trying to convince you that this is a thing or anything. I'm just gonna let let everything kind of continue to roll out and prove it more or less is my hope for it. Like we can continue to build it up, change Facebook to the way that, um, you know, more so that we want it to be to use the tools that are here for to have an awesome community, to have an awesome setup, to do those things. And uh, you know, I honestly think we have one of the most incredible communities out there. Um, both in the group, both in the chat, like everywhere, everywhere out here. And, uh, for a lot of the stuff that, you know, you typically on, see on Facebook, even like, you know, I don't even, there's a lot, I don't even engage with 99% of the stuff on there. Um, I just like my little spot on here in the gaming community and what we're trying to build and change on the platform to make it sick to make it better. Like that's my, that's my hope for it. And that's what I try and do every year. And that's what I try and continue to push towards. Um, and you know, I try and bring that to other platforms as well. We stream with a bunch of people on Twitch all the time. We stream with people, every, creators on YouTube everywhere, uh, all the time, every year. And just kind of just go out, be, uh, I don't know, just be the, be the streamer that I want to be, I guess. And that's that's what I'm trying to figure out though. Like, how do I put that into more concrete things for next year? Right. Um, that's what I'm always trying to figure out though. So it's exciting, man. It's exciting. Uh, Muhammad S asks, do you think? Oh yeah, we got that one. Jared H asks, a lot has changed. Happened this year. Looking back on it, was the best memories? Would one of the not so best? Yeah, I think. I mean, to me, I kind of relate them more around the games. Um. Yeah. We'll we'll see, we'll see. Keep 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 tuned in. Keep tuned in. 
But yeah, I, we kind of talked about some of that. Uh, Adam West, or W West, Adam W says, uh, I don't know if that's your last name, actually. I don't have the full thing here, but uh, says, hey, Stone, thoughts on the new Xbox? Have they just built a PC? I don't really, I, I, I mean, the thing is, you have full freedom if you're on an, a PC. Like, you don't, uh, you, like Xbox, you're going to, you're going to have the Xbox software and everything with that. So I don't know if it's necessarily just a PC. Like, I, I don't know if we've seen enough from it yet from the specs and what they're quoting. Like you're going to be able to go up to 8k, 120 FPS, but you know, will games actually run at that? Who knows? Uh, I think the minimum of it that they said was 4k 60 FPS, which is awesome. Personally, I prefer like not playing at 4K. I'd rather play it f- what I play at, which is 1440p, and play at a higher frame rate. Um, my monitor refreshes at up to 160 FPS. That's awesome. Like, if I could play 1440, 160, that's like I'm set, and that's basically what I'm playing at. So to me, that's pretty much the best solution. But it might be a good solution, and I think more people are going the direction. It's just another thing that we saw with Call of Duty Modern Warfare this year. They have the straight up native plug-in mouse and keyboard on it. How like for for Call of Duty? They do that for Fortnite as well and a couple other games too. But like that's that's inc- like that's an entry point even into a PC and like a better computer and to get some of that stuff done. Like it's 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 awesome that, that you can even do that without having to get like a full PC. Um, and just try it out. So, like, I think more and more it's going the direction of just freedom to do whatever you want with it, which I think is a good thing. Like, if you want to play on Xbox with your friends on PlayStation and you want to use a mouse and keyboard, the other person will use a controller, like, you can do that. You could be playing on Xbox with mouse and keyboard against somebody on PlayStation with the PlayStation controller and then somebody on the PC who's using an Xbox controller. And, like, uh... It's just all cross. It's just depending on what you want to get, where you can, where you can connect with your friends, and you can connect with them on anything. It doesn't even matter. It just kind of comes down to what can you get the best quality, bang for your buck in the games you want to play, um, for what you can afford on it. And that's like, you know, the more competition that we see in that, the better. The more the prices are going to get driven down because if you can get an equivalent experience on Xbox, then maybe more people will just be buying that rather than actually spending the full dough to get the PC drops demand. The prices drop a little bit because you know, uh, so who knows, man? Um, but I think it's, uh, I think it's all very good. And I think the, the direction that the industry is going overall is it's pretty cool. Uh, and, and it's exciting. It's exciting to watch and see what, um, what's going on for it. Let's see. Daniel P. asked, do you think Call of Duty Modern Warfare will ever release some new maps and stop this churning of old maps we've already spent hours on? Yeah, Biggest new content drop. New content. Except it's actually content you've already put hours and hours into. Spring vacant, shipment, crash, back. Big content drop, baby. Big content drop. I know, dude. Uh, it's it's at least nice that we do have it, though. And honestly, like, if you compare it to, like, Battlefield, when Battlefield 4 came out, the first DLC drop that they did was they brought back four old school old school maps. And it was kind of like a, a tide over before they did even the first giant new DLC. 
um, and, or like all the DLCs that they dropped afterwards. But it gave us so much more content to play that I I loved it. And if you look at any of the other recent Call of Duties, Battlefield 1, Battlefield 5, or excuse me, the recent Battlefields, Battlefield 1, Battlefield 5, like they went months without releasing their DLC. Months. And like the game just completely like, it, it was it was just, it was bad. Um, so if they want to go down this route, plus it's all free, uh... Hell yeah, man! I, I think it's I think it's been incredible. I'm really hoping that they, you know, do drop some more stuff. Like they they've dropped two new maps for um, Ground War. Obviously, that was really nice. Doubled what it came out with. I still think that it'd be cool to have more of them or some way to vote on which next map you're going to be playing. Same thing with even like Apex. That's a different story, but yeah, like that is. Uh, something I would I would really love to see some more. Like they added Shoot House. I thought that map was incredible. I thought they did a really good job with that. I know Aculite, some of the guys that play with it don't really like it. I know a lot of people in general probably don't like the map. I thought it was fantastic. I really, really enjoyed 24-7 on that map. Um, but I like some crazy stuff that we can get into. And the fact that they have all of those maps and all of these modes and everything in custom games too, and they're expanding their game. Like they drop a game, they drop a map, and not only is it accessible in the actual game, but you can also do custom games on it. It's, um, you know, it's something that we could only ever dream of, of like, you know, PUBG when they, when they drop stuff and how slow that cycle had been for a lot of the new stuff on it. Like, it's pretty awesome. I, I, I'm pretty happy, personally, I'm pretty happy with what they're doing on it. I would love to see even more stuff. And, you know, it seems like that's the path that they're on, especially with the seasons and how they're doing some of this stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm, you know, I'm hoping for more new modes, more cool stuff that we can get into and really like what would be the best thing that they could do. And, you know, again, my personal preference here, but put ground war in, put ground war in, let us play ground war custom games. Let us do custom. Oh, dude, it would just, it would open up so much potential so much potential. And then we do ground war on shipment. Imagine. Ground war on shipment. Okay, don't imagine that. Um, <laughs> uh, Sean N asks, DC cross-platform rolling out for more games? Yeah, I, that's what I think 2020. That's my, that's my prediction for 2020 is that we are going to see more games go down the route of cross-platform now i don't know it might still be too soon it still might be too soon but the fact that two of the biggest players in the entire game fortnite and call of duty have gone the route of cross-play on this makes it uh a real possibility to me like i don't know i i'm pretty optimistic on it i don't know if i'm too optimistic on it because I have no idea what any of the technical requirements are for that or what any of that actually looks like playing out you know, like uh, maybe it's a lot harder than that, especially for smaller devs and, and industries. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Now, announcement is going to be this evening, 4 o'clock Pacific time. So stay tuned for that. All right. We're not talking about any of that today. That's what we're, when we're back, we'll talk about the announcement because I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about after that. Um, plans for coming 2020, game review, talked about some of that. 
platform. What other last second questions we got, chat? I'm going to read a couple of them in the chat here. Give me a second. Would like to see you just for one month give any supporter over 18 months a CO introduction. Um, oh, I see. I didn't do that. Ooh, Adam, that's because before I didn't do the... Uh, uh, welcome to the squad. Over. I didn't do that prior to... Uh, for the last... I don't know. I, I've been doing that for like half a year, I think. But I didn't start by doing that. Yeah, dude, I should make a list uh, if you guys want want me to do that for anybody who's been around for a long time. I should make a list for you guys and do that. Let's do that. I'll, I'll, I'll put something like that together. Um, yo, thank you. for. I didn't even think of that. Thank you, man. Uh, let me see. Who was that? Adam C. Appreciate it, dude. Um, ground war on shipment. Lol, yeah. Good stuff, right? How do you feel about AI and smaller multiplayer games? I think it just depends. I, I don't really have any specific preference on a lot of that. Adam, yeah, buddy. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll have to do we'll have to do something like it, it, it'll take a bit of work, but uh we could definitely figure something out like that. I get, I'll probably just do it individually rather than doing it all on stream, or maybe we just do it on stream for it. Some of them, but I don't know. I don't want to duplicate stuff too. Some of these questions, you guys are ridiculous. Your YouTube channel, world's best clip of the week. Thoughts on changing or evolving it? Awesome. Great question, man. I don't get too much about that on my... Um, streams and everything but i do i want to figure out like the overall the world's best clip of the week was something that it started as like a general game like i i would even have multiple games in one episode where it's like you know i would do a bunch of different i'd feature different games we'd vote on the clip um and then it kind of turned into every week we would do a different game episode and then over time, it just turned into Rainbow Six Siege, and it's nonstop Rainbow Six Siege now, which I love. I think the clips are honestly some of the most insane. And the hard thing is, is like if you compare a lot of the other games to some of the clips in Siege, like the pressure, the fact that it's ranked, you're competing against similar skilled players. Like a lot of that really stands out, and it's just a great one. Like that sh that game is so great four top plays like it just it really fits really well the other thing is that whenever and i don't know if it's just something where the algorithm doesn't show to other people when i do top plays of other games or if people just really don't care about it um it seems like click-through rates and a lot of the analytics the watch time a lot of the stuff looks very similar but it just doesn't um doesn't seem to do as well we've tried some apex and some other games and stuff as well it is a branch of everything that i do though that i really do want to continue to continue to expand and that might be one of my focuses for next year is really like maybe we double down on a lot of the top plays and figure out you know how do we do start doing three episodes a week or two or two or three episodes a week um it's something that i experimented with doing two episodes a week on with 
throwing in some other games in the bonus top plays and stuff like that. Things got so busy with everything else going on, especially with uh, Pipeline, with some of these other things that I didn't have time to really dedicate to that. I decided to work on some other things rather than continuing to expand the top plays. Also, they just kind of weren't doing as well in general. Um, but I've got a couple ideas of how I would want to expand on it. And honestly, like it's still one of my absolute favorite things in gaming in general is clips of just incredible plays, whether that's from, you know, the biggest guy in the world or somebody who just never wants, like doesn't even want me to include their name in the top play, but they just got a great moment that they want to share and show to people. Um, you know, like that is just, it's, it's so like, I just love it. I just love it. And so that was one of the reasons why I even was doing that in the first place. So like, I would, I would love to really expand on that. It's something that is a huge effort though, especially with, uh, you know, managing the stream and a lot of the stuff that I've been working on on this end. Obviously, I really love streaming as well. Like, it's awesome. So it's kind of balancing between uh, everything, but I would love to really continue to expand on uh, the top plays for it. And that's what's cool too is like um, I've got uh, I've got a couple things in the work on my end um, to continue to help expand a lot of my uh, my content going into the next year. Um, you know, I got my editor team ramped up. We are continuing to kind of fine tune and focus some of that stuff. We've also got a couple other things, things behind the scenes, which we'll probably talk more about next year that, um, I'm working on to try and just continue to push my content, create better stuff for you guys, expand on what we're doing. I've got so many ideas of stuff that like I want to do, um, for my content, but I just haven't really... Like, you know, there's just stuff that's just like, I got I, I to gotta find more time to do it. But that's why I got to keep on building where I'm at with things, get better systems, get things going with it. Like even just, you know, getting the new studio and this stuff done. Now I've been able to continue to expand off of it. And it's it's cool. It's really it's really a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, people are saying that in chat, too. Uh, how do you balance your Apex inventory? Uh, what's it up? Heal struggles. We can talk about in the stream next time we're on Apex. Uh, I think that's too too specific for now. But I try I try and keep it well. You can see what most of my loadouts are for that. But that is that's a good question to get into for the future. Um, was reaching Apex Predator your most satisfying accomplishment of 2019? I think that was definitely a pretty satisfying one. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. I was pretty satisfied. I, I don't know. I feel like I I was probably more hyped when I hit the the no scope off the top solo Kraber win game. That one was great. That one was great. But yeah, that was a lot of fun too. We had a lot of really good moments in Apex this year. Um, I'm so happy with how like you know the videos, everything's been turning out. We we did so many videos and so much content on that this year. It turned out pretty incredible. It was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun on that game. Um, oh, yeah, Halo. Halo Reach as well this year. I think we're going to see more of that next, coming into next year, honestly, because we got we to gotta wait to see what, you know, what, what the rest of the games look like as well. It gives us some more to play, see if they continue to make it more stable, run a little smoother. Although, it, for an initial launch, it's doing pretty good. Do you see yourself going back to PUBG, Ethan asks? Yes. 
I think we 100% will go back to PUBG. It just depends on what they update and what they do. I've already done so much of... So much stuff in PUBG that, like, personally, like, create it creatively. Like, I want to come up with other things to do. Um, and so that's why, like, or, you know, other games to play, other creative custom games to play. That's why, like, I think it'd be a lot of fun if we had more freedom to do custom games in Ground War, for example, in Call of Duty, if they do drop a Battle Royale, giving us custom game accessibility in there, too. They did that for Blackout, for example, but Blackout was limited to, like, 10 people in the custom game for their battle royale mode, which was a bit disappointing because we could have done a ton of really great stuff, really a ton of really great things in there too. We did do some custom games on it. Some of you guys were uh, playing in those ones uh, last year. I think it was this year, actually. I think we did that in 2019 also, earlier this year. But like, we just got to have a little bit more freedom. And so I'm hoping we, we can see some of that too. I know they did add a couple things that I do want to go back and try on PUBG, but... Um, you know, if they came out with another, it was interesting that like PUBG was in a state of constantly dropping not only these limited time events that were happening every weekend, but they were also dropping all these new maps. Um, you know, they're up to, what is it? Four maps now. And then it just kind of, everything came to a dead halt. And I think they've been really working on the actual gameplay experience rather than expanding certain things. Um, you know, we never saw the riot shield come out. We never saw certain things come out that, uh, would have been really cool, but uh, they also introduced other things like throwing your pan, which is like uh, kind of crazy. So it's just a matter of like, are we going to go back to it? When are we going to go back to it? Um, it's a similar thing with Fortnite. And Fortnite's on a little bit higher clip of coming out with new stuff. So like we don't play everything new that comes out. But when Fortnite 2 or whatever it was, you know, they like did the black hole and they came back with it. We went and played that. That was awesome. Last week, or I think it was two weeks ago, we went back and played the Fortnite update as well. Uh, still managed to get a solo win on it. That game's great because it does have solos, so we can kind of just hop in, experience a little bit ourselves. Um, that was pretty. I was pretty proud of that too. That was first game in. I don't know if we got uh, SBMM. Just lucky, lucky roll the dice on that one. Maybe we had a bad lobby. Huh? They seemed okay to me, but. Uh, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Skill-based matchmaking at the end of this year. That is a very heated topic right now. So we'll see where that goes. You know, I talked a little bit about that, I think, last uh, last episode. I'm definitely noticing it more, and I think it there's a, there's a lot of issues around it. I don't know how they solve it exactly, uh, but it's definitely something I'm still thinking about and seeing where we can take some of those... Uh, some of the things going. I would love to, yeah, have her play with Doc. I I played against him now. Um, at the uh, Code Bowl, and I've ran into him a couple lobbies. I'd love to play with him sometime. There's there's a ton of guys we, you know, we were fortunate enough to play with this year, which was a ton of fun. Uh, a ton of guys that we played with for the first time ever this year, which was awesome. And I'm hoping that we continue to do that into next year. Make some collaborations happen that you guys want to see, especially. And if there is requests of things that you guys do want to see, as always, keep them coming because that's how we even played with Acolyte in the first place. That was people in the community tweeting at me, tweeting at him, saying, hey, you guys should play, uh, us checking content out, and you know, making that, making that type of stuff happen. is um, that's, a, that's a huge part of how a lot of that stuff ha even happens in the first place. just kind of depends. But uh, I'm excited for what the potential has for next year. Um, the end of this year has been pretty insane. 
you know, it, to be this many years into doing all this and to still see everything uh, where it's at, it's 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 incredible, man. And so I'm excited to see where I can push my content next year going into it. And, uh, of course, we're still going to be live every day, so come hang out on the streams, everything. Hopefully this is a good catch-up for anybody who has been missing the streams, though. If you are back watching something, welcome back. Uh, if you're out doing stuff, whatever, have a happy holiday, guys. Have a happy new year. And uh, if I don't see you until the next new year, have a good one. We got the announcement happening today, 4 o'clock Pacific. And, um, yeah, thanks so much for watching, guys. We'll catch up with everything uh, then. That's it for this one. Stone Mountain 64, over and out.